time for our spotlight on pot stocks. Joining me right now is Alan Brockstein, managing partner of New Cannabis Ventures and principal at 420 Investor, appropriately named. Alan, great to see you. So what's going on? You're selling? Why is that? Tell us what you're selling and why. Yeah, so uh, first of all, it's great to see you again. And I think some of your audience probably knows this, and maybe they told you, but I almost died a few months ago. And I spent two months in the hospital, and it's been three months at home since then. And I'm doing great uh, now, but I, I was Here, almost Alan, killed. I had no idea. And I'm truly, from the bottom of my heart, glad to hear that you're looking so well and feeling better. And I'm sorry that you had to go through that, Alan. Thank you for sharing that with us. Sure. Finish your thought. So, go ahead. So when I was uh, in the hospital, I was literally almost dead. And I had no idea of the pain that cannabis investors were enduring. And in June, when I started to uh, come back to life, um, you know, I, I looked and I saw that in late May, Aurora had done a financing and the stock gapped down. And so I, I added a small amount. I've been following Aurora since the beginning and uh, I did exit the name yesterday. They report after the close today. And I just am not confident in how investors are gonna handle it. And when I look at the company, uh, I, I don't think they have a good CEO. Uh, I don't know him personally, but uh, I've been watching him and he may be better than their founding CEO, but I haven't been uh, really impressed. And the thing that really stands out about Aurora is that they're mainly a medical company. In fact, 80% of their revenue was from medical cannabis. And so they do well there, but in adult use, which was Canadian uh, 10 million in Q3, uh, they're an odd lot. And uh, I'm not sure that they're gonna fix that. And they're operating in a very large facility and they're basically making craft cannabis. That makes no sense. So not a leader. Management is weak, in your opinion. And uh, are there better names in the group? So you exited ahead of the earnings. First of all, this is a tough market environment. I yep. think you could tell me, probably for yep. many stocks. So unless your earnings are stellar, uh, it's probably hard to get up arrows here. So you sold here ahead of, of Aurora Cannabis reporting its numbers. Um, right. Now what? What about the rest of the group? So, okay, first of all, I really like cannabis stocks. I feel like the overall market has been way too pessimistic and uh, extrapolating current near-term trends out forever. And so I see valuations is low and the fundamentals to be uh, improving a lot. And, uh, you know, I look at the market in three broad areas. There, there are probably a few more, but I own in my model portfolios at 420 Investor a lot of ancillary companies. And, uh, you know, those all, for the most part, trade on the NASDAQ or the New York Stock Exchange. And the other two broad areas are the multi-state operators or MSOs. These are the American cannabis companies. And then you have the Canadian LPs and like Aurora. And uh, when I sold Aurora yesterday, I added uh, to a prior position in Village Farms. And so 
you know, I, I didn't really go into the why uh, hold Aurora, but the stock is cheap and it trades at 0.7 times tangible book value. They have a lot of debt, but they have even more cash. And, uh, you know, I don't think that's a great setup, but it's not terrible either. And Village Farms, I don't think that their balance sheet is that cash rich, uh, but they don't have, they're not drowning in debt. And so Village Farms, uh, they do better in Canada in adult use cannabis. And they have other things going on. I'm not in love with the stock, but it is trading, I think, at 0.8 or 0.9 times tangible value. So it's still cheap, not necessarily as cheap as Aurora. I also added a position back. I had exited Cresco Labs and MSO, and it's the only large MSO that I own, uh, tier one. There are five MSOs. I'm a little bit concerned that some of the other MSOs look better than the very largest ones, but uh, Cresco dropped about 25% from where I got out of it, and uh, it looked good to me. It's interesting because the MSOs here, right, the multi-state, I've heard some people come on and say, stay away from Canadian names, only do the ones in the U.S. would go into that category, but you're saying right now that's not really the group you like either. Um, what about the Canadian LPs? Is there a name you like there? So I love Organogram. I, I've talked about that uh, with my subscribers, and I, I think I've talked about it publicly as well. And Organogram trades at about tangible book value, slightly below. And they, they, were, they received an investment from uh, British American Tobacco, or BAT, and uh, it was three times higher in price. And then they, they still have most of that cash, uh, X, the amount they use to pay off all their debt. So they're debt-free, cash-rich, and they're one of the leading companies in Canada. I don't know why they don't get more respect. The stock looks really cheap to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And at this point now, I mean, obviously with your experience this year, you're making crucial decisions and being very honest about your moves at this point. What about the names that people know most? They think of, you know, Tilray, and they think of MJ, and they, you know, the, the names that are most heavily traded and, you know, here your thoughts, because I think a lot of people who are interested in pot stocks are going to want to hear your thoughts on the biggest names. So uh, I, I, I found myself liking Canopy Growth uh, when they were going through the convertible conversion. The stock dipped down into the twos in the U.S. And uh, I, I bought a little bit and then I, I sold it as it uh, rallied up into the threes. And I don't think it's a good company. Maybe Constellation's going to buy them, but I'm not sure about that. I'm more confident that Organogram makes sense for, uh, for BAT, or I, I have a small position in Kronos Group, too. And uh, I'm very confident that it makes sense for Altria to buy Kronos Group. So uh, I like those two more, and I mentioned Village Farms. I'm not a big fan of Tilray. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, I'm very committed to the ancillary names. I have in my model portfolios uh, more than more than the index weight in in the mid 40 percentage are ancillary names. 
And these, I think, are great names. And for a while, I heard probably too often that if you want to invest in cannabis, instead of trying to pick the best cannabis grower, which is what a lot of people try to do, buy the guy or girl that sells them supplies. And so the ancillary companies uh, are like uh, WM Technology, that's Weed Maps, uh, Grow Generation, a retail store, uh, retail, but uh, it serves them uh, as well. Um, uh, there are other names. Uh, I just sold also in innovative industrial properties, but uh, that stock got hammered and I thought it was overdone and then it bounced and I, I exited that. But these names to me are the way to play the cannabis space. And I think that they're going through a problem right now because a lot of the people that bought them wanted to invest in cannabis given the state of the Democratic Party controlling all three parts of, you know, the presidency and the two houses of Congress. And yeah, so they're trying to exit now and nobody wants to buy. And I think that yeah. okay. these companies are good, but they're suffering right now, uh, fundamentally. Yeah. Alan, thank you. Alan Brockstein, New Cannabis Ventures. And 420 investor, thank you very much, Alan. All right, thank you.